Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and the Fuzzy Castle. Back again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We are here once again in a. Uh, I'm 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 alone again in my room, and it's really really warm, guys. I, I thought Even we. Were- I thought we were gonna gather together and like share body warmth or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> since you're there, would it have been physically feasible for the three of us to be there without yeah, passing it, out? Yeah, it's weirdly enough. It's actually the coolest part of my room or my house right now. Oh. <laughs> it's really odd. That's because the ghosts are in there, bro. I think so. <laughs> Man, it, the ghosts. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was wondering why there would be goats in my uh, my man cave over here. It is is trimmed regularly, so okay. E- <laughs> <laughs> it's regulation. I know. There you go. Hey, um, so uh, it's been a minute since I uh did this with you guys, so um, I'm really happy to be here. I think it's been a while, um, but um, we do have a lot of things to talk about today. Some fun stuff, to be honest with you. Uh, but before we get to the fun stuff, a little bit of sad news and the bringer of uh, of moods, Louis Sayo, is here to uh, talk. Wow, uh, man! Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez! All right, well, the the, the person yeah. that never uh, calls or emails. Hey, man. Well, I got nothing. Some of us. <laughs> I know. I call he some call, of us. He calls and emails some of us. <laughs> and by some of us, I mean me. I love the fact that he, he threw it out there. I go, oh, I I called people. I'm cool. I was actually more surprised people picked up the phone nowadays. By the way, because yeah, I I was like, oh, you guys picked up the phone. Is like, yeah. I but like you said, H, like everybody did say, like I thought something was wrong. I'm like, yeah, why dude, did something have to be wrong. Like, and the funny thing to me was like. I was in such a panic that I was staring at my phone and I was like, how come I can't hear this guy? I know you heard me say that. Yes, I did. And I was just like, the button says iPhone. Yes, I'm talking to my iPhone. And I was like, oh, yes, it has to say speaker. And I had to press the damn speaker button. And I was like, oh, finally, because I was trying to hear like I could literally hear you coming out of my watch. And I was like, hey, this is it's funny. Like you mentioned that. I don't know. I'm still. I guess it's the old man in me. Um, I'm like uh, every time my wife talks about um, you know, I'm gonna text now. Why texting? Just give them, give people a call. It'll be quicker that way. But no, I think everybody's gone away from that option. Basically, now, uh, before we go into our subjects for the day, also I will never forget the one time we were trying to get a hold of Dennis, and I was like, "Dude, I've been texting you for like four hours," and he goes, "Hey fool, all you have to do is just call one time," and I was like. A good point, but I never yeah. thought of that. I was like, dude, he's not, he's not, he's not answering. And I was like, yeah, he's not answering a text. Yeah, it means that my phone is actually like, well, remember, my my profession, I can't have it like ringing or buzzing. So it's true, it's true. So there you go. So, bringer downer, uh, what is that? What is it that we're Jeez. talking about at the beginning? Well, we got a couple of great, uh, pretty fun. I'm uh, looking forward to some exciting uh, or fun reviews of uh, new stuff coming up. But uh, I guess before we get there, uh, you know, a little bit of life came about. And, you know, we're going to do a quick and unfortunately, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, Titans or big, uh, big folks in, in pop culture passed away in the last few weeks. So I just wanted to 
you know, take our time and just recognize and remember some of these folks. Um, and yeah, and just kind of talk about it. Uh, right now, I think, unfortunately, at this point, uh, four people passed away in the last few days, which is insane. They were kind of crazy. But uh, off the bat, let's start off with uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, former WWE champion, uh, former hanging on with Harold at bars uh, wrestler as well. Uh, passed away suddenly at the young age of 36 or 37. Was that correct age? 36. 36. So, yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, he leaves behind, uh, you know, a wife and kids. It's tragic. Uh, you know, a, a great career cut short. Um, you know, it, it's, again, sad whenever somebody, uh, whenever anybody passed away, it's always sad, sad and tragic. But somebody like Bray, like I said, uh, you know, at the time he was basically like, you know, one of uh, Roman Reigns, uh, the biggest name in wrestling now, he's one of his contemporaries. And for lack of a better term, like he was going to be the future of the industry, too. Like he was being groomed to be basically like the next Undertaker, Mankind type of, you know, supernatural uh, kind of eclectic character that, you know, wrestlers, wrestling fans just love. And yeah, it, it kind of it came out of nowhere. Not kind of came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere. I and mean, I know he's been on a hiatus for the last few months. Um, I guess that's the world of wrestling is that they do keep things under wrap, unlike, you know, pro sports where everybody knows everybody's injuries and status at every at any given time. You know, these these wrestlers operate with a, under a clout of uh, of of secrecy, you know, just kind of keep kayfabe real kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, it, it's crazy that he passed. and it, It's sad and, you know, pray to his family and whatnot. <clears throat> so do we know yeah. uh, what he passed away from. Uh, good question, H. Uh, not uh, sure, apparently. Honest, apparently, he had some kind of a heart condition, and he got COVID earlier in the year, a little bit after the Royal Rumble or after Extreme Rules. I think I can't remember. It was one of the pay per views. He just he caught COVID, and it exacerbated his heart problems, and he was kind of like, you know, he was really really sick, and everyone was like, I don't think he's gonna make it, but he was making a recovery. And then, like, suddenly last week, he just had a heart attack. And the fact that um, his heart was already in a weakened state because of uh, the stress that it already um, received from the COVID, uh, it just took him out. So, you know, it's sad to say that that people are still passing away from COVID because technically that's what, you know, helped, not help, but uh, uh, pushed to... Yeah. So, I mean, it's fortunate to hear... Especially someone who, even though he was a big dude, he was really like athletic. Yeah, like it's funny when you look at him because like he is shaped like a reverse bowling ball or bo <laughs> a bowling pin, but he was surprisingly in shape. Like I'll tell about my story later about how I met him, but like when you saw him wrestle or when you saw him do anything, you're like, dude, this guy is so quick, and he's like. He moves so fast. And then when they actually made him wear like tights and everything, you're like, it's just because he has a big belly and everything else like seems pretty well proportioned, I guess, if that's what you want to say about him. But yeah, it was kind of strange to hear. I mean, but you know, uh, COVID has taken a healthier people than that. So right. you just never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't take it for granted. Um, then what, what's your experience with Bray Wyatt? I know, uh, you know, for, I, I know you've been a bit of a lapsed fan, but I know during the peaks, uh, you know, you're, you're in on it. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, I, I hate to tell you that, um, 
I know the name. I I I recognize the face when um I saw the articles online and everything. But if I were to uh, ask for, if you were to ask me for like a favorite match or anything like that, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to tell you who uh, he is. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, like I said, I mean, hell, he's like I, I'm two years older than this guy. Um, and you know, he's definitely more in shape than I am. And the fact that he would, um, succumb to something like that's really sad. So really prayers to his, uh, his family and, uh, yeah. um, and everybody. I mean, I heard that, um, they, didn't they postpone like, uh, like a, it was a Thursday night Smackdown or something like that, um, in honor of the, um, of, of his passing from what I heard. Yep, you're correct. They basically scrapped the planned show. They still had the show because, you know, it is live nowadays. So the people that, you know, they weren't going to refund it, but they basically rejiggered the whole show so that it's basically just a, a, a in memoriam show kind of thing. Because unfortunately, like I said, um, I mean, we'll get to, to, to him in a bit, but another uh, wrestling legend, Terry Funk, also passed away just like the same week. So, yeah, they, they turned uh, Friday Night Smackdown. It's basically a wonderful but bittersweet uh you know remembrance show but h going back to your story though dude like you said uh, i know i kind of alluded to it and you mentioned it too you met bray wyatt years ago like what was that dude it's one of those things that you just like it's probably one of the most memorable celebrity encounters i've ever had in my life mainly because first of all i was outside a restaurant with my friends in downtown and I saw this dude, we were like just chilling outside eating and this guy walks by and you know me, like if it's a regular celebrity, I'll be like, oh, hey, cool, you know, whatever. But if it's a celebrity I'm like really into, I will literally point at them and do what I did to Michael J. White and be like, hey, Michael J. White. But for him, I literally was like, he walked by and I was like, holy crap, you're Bray Wyatt. <laughs> And I was like, and the dude next to you is his buddy in the Nexus, Justin Gabriel. And I was just like, hey, Bray Wyatt, you just won. You just lost a world title like a week ago or, so, or like it was really recent. Boy, such a jerk, dude. No, I didn't say that. But I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, hey, Bray Wyatt. And then he's like, hey, man, what's up? And then I was just like, hey, can you know, congratulations on winning the world title. I've always been a big fan of yours. And then he's like, thanks, man. That's really good to hear. And then I thought nothing else was going to come of that night and i was just like my friends were like how come you didn't take a photo i was like dude i don't want to bother the guy but at the same time i just you know it's a good story to be like hey while i was eating at a, a place i saw bray white we decided to go to the brewery next door or like a couple of um like maybe a block away or anything and he happens to be there and i was just like oh cool and i was like i don't want to feel like i'm stalking him because it seems like we're stalking him but we were here. We were always going to plan to go to this brewery because it was my friend's birthday. And then we were just hanging out. And then out of nowhere, because we were close to the cornhole game, him, some other girl, and I think, and Justin Gabriel came up and were like, would anybody here like to play cornhole with us? And all of my friends, they had no idea who this guy was. So they're like, our buddy Harold will play. And then he's like, cool, you can be on my team. And I was like, oh, cool <laughs> and it was one of those things where it was like i was like too shocked to for a few minutes that i wasn't completely myself i was like more in awe of like you know hang, getting to hang out with a dude i got to ask him a couple questions i wasn't trying to be like too fan nosy and everything <laughs> yeah and i wasn't trying to be too much of a fan i was just trying to be like you know like a regular dude because obviously if you're out on a night out and you're just trying to have fun you don't want to like 
be in character you know what i mean and so he was just like first of all i was like hey bro you're really good at this game and i'm garbage so you're carrying us for sure <laughs> and then the like he goes do you want to play a second game and i was like well i did nothing the first game so you know i'll play with you again and then so it was just kind of nice hanging out with him and then like at the very end i didn't want to i really didn't want to bother him at all and then my friends were like oh do you mind if my buddy takes a photo with you he's too shy to ask and then i was like yeah a little bit so he's like yeah dude no problem so like in that photo i have like a dorky weirdly super weird looking smile because i was like dude this guy is huge and then also justin gabriel's with him which is it's still pretty cool you know you know even though they were in two different companies uh, at the time, they're still hanging out as buddies. And then, yeah. And so I was just like, hey, man, it was really great to meet you. And, you know, um, WrestleMania was coming up and I was like, I wish you the best of luck at Mania. And, you know, I hope you get the, the belt back. And he was just like, thanks, man. And then, like, I was like, I'm just going to leave you guys alone now because, you know, I don't I don't want to bother you too much. Just do your own thing. He's like, I, he's like, much appreciated. Thanks for hanging out with us. And I was like, this is literally the best celebrity encounter I've ever had in my life. And it just happened to be like a wrestler that I really respected. And I think from what I remember, like a couple of years before that, I had posted on Facebook that I had watched this match between the Wyatt family and the Shield. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the future of wrestling. These six guys are the future of wrestling. And recently I went to, re I not recently, like as soon as he passed away, I was like, I have to rewatch that match again because maybe I'm. It was just a bias at the time, and I was like, dude, this match is still so good. And I was like, everybody here is so good. And unfortunately, like out of those six people, two of those guys are gone now. That's crazy. So, I know. Yeah, and, and so like I was really bummed when uh, I found out he passed. Number one, I knew he was really young, and then number two, he's so such a favorite character of mine because he could he was able to do a lot of different things. He could play, you know, a silly. He could play, obviously, a demon. And then if he wanted to, he would just be straight up evil. And I was like, that's the that's the character that I love. And then I rewatch it again where, like, he does his entrance to the live music. The fireflies are out. And I was like, dude, this is so dope. So watching his tribute on Friday was really, really sad. And, and it really reminded me of, like... um it when you have a wrestler who's act like actually active and popular in the company to see the people's reactions like when eddie passed away eddie was still a wrestler he you know right. he just wrestled a couple of days before and like i rewatched that cuz it was sad and then so watching i watched a little bit of raw last night just for you know you know just to watch the very end of raw becky lynch is holding up her um her little band that has his name on it and then she openly starts weeping and i was like dude that's got to be tough like having to you know come back to your your place of work and pretend like nothing happened and even though someone who was very very a big part of your life is still there i mean isn't there anymore i don't know it was just really sad to see so you know um i i will miss his work he was a great guy to actually meet and yeah I just feel really bad for him and his family. So yeah, it's tragic. Cut short, and um, yeah, and unfortunately, it wasn't the last of uh, you know people in pop that passed away in this ne in, in this past week. And um, let's shift gears a little bit to a base a legend, another legend in 
uh, in everybody's television since the 80s, 70s. Uh, Bob Barker passed away at the age of 99. Um, so yeah, the 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 host of The Price is Right. Uh, you know, he was in everybody's living room, and at least when I was growing up, and uh, th- that those summers I spent here in the states uh, back in the 80s, or yeah, it just he was just a, such a a, a pillar in 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 um in television just like um you know like pat sajak and all the other classic hosts like that so um another titan of television passed away i mean his work will never be forgotten i mean he's basically the i feel like he's been the mold for game show hosts since then you have to be charismatic you have to be straight-faced you have to be able to be personable and you know people fall in love with you and love you since then and yeah he was just such a great person to host i'm not sure uh, you know it's so uh, again uh, it's sad to see him go uh, he had a long he lived a long life um so yeah uh what are you guys uh what are your guys experience with uh I, I, Bob I, was gonna, Parker? I was gonna say like you know it's one of those you know there's tragedies like bray wyatt where you know we can say that um, you know, such a short life uh, was ended. Here's a guy that was like 99. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like I honestly, when I I, I hate to joke around uh, and sound trivial about it, but I honestly was surprised that he was still alive. Um, because he, when I same dude, <laughs> when I knew him, no, nah, I mean I'm just be honest. When I knew him, I really knew him as like the old Bob Barker. So, you know, and then when he retired and he got replaced by like Drew Carey and everything, like, you know, like uh, there's one of those things where because he, his name wasn't there anymore, I kind of assumed um, that, that that was the case. But, you know, um, I definitely enjoy the guy. You're right. He was a um, he was uh, uh, the, the typical um, um, host. Um, and there are uh, dogs out there who's going to feel relieved. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Harold. Um, Bob Barker is, especially if you're. I don't want to say, I don't want to seem like, it's just us, but. Like every time I was sick, and I'd be stuck with my grandmas, that's the only thing they would watch at ten o'clock every morning, is The Price Is Right. So it's like if you if you don't or even during the summertime if you don't have school. You're watching The Price is Right. And, you know, you don't really think about it because you're just like, oh, there's just this dude who's got like, you know, he's doing his job. He's got really white hair. He, I, for a second, used to believe he was Leslie Nielsen, but I was wrong. And then when he shows up in Happy Gilmore, still one of my favorite cameos mm-hmm. of any person ever. And then people are always going to talk about that. I want to say my favorite cameo of Bob Barker will always be in How I Met Your Mother. Because I know Den doesn't understand the backstory of Bob Barker, but uh, in How I Met Your Mother, but basically Barney, played by Neil Patrick Harris, was asking his mom who his dad was, and she was watching him watch The Price is Right, and she goes, that guy. So for the longest time, pretty much 30 years of Barney's life, he believed that Bob Barker was his father. And then the only reason he wanted to go and win on The Price is Right was that he can meet his father finally. And, you know, he he gets the prizes right. He gets he wins every game. He just dominates everything. And then at the very end, he's like, do you have anything to say? And, like, you think that Barney was going to say something to his dad. And he's just like, congratulations for all the years here. And, you know, don't forget to get your uh, dogs neutered. <laughs> your, pets, your pets spayed and neutered. So, 
And then I heard one of the funniest jokes I've heard about it, and it's it's still pretty appropriate. Is uh, Bob Barker was such a gamesman that he got the closest to a a dollar with uh, before he passed away, before going over. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that was, I saw uh, that tweet too. I I had to laugh. That's a good one. I'm sure he would have appreciated that. Yeah. Okay, I think oh, we have one more, right? right yeah, here? I mean, we already mentioned uh, Terry Funk uh, again, lived a long life. But uh, going back to the other spectrum of uh, pop culture, Arlene Sorkin, actress, voiceover actress, also passed away. Um, if you don't know her, again, a very uh, pretty sizable uh, list of uh, accomplishments and 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 uh, in roles. But I think she's best known for her voiceover uh, uh, role as Harley Quinn in the Batman animated show. So she is, you know, all of us uh, 90s kids and whatnot who stayed after school to watch the Batman animated series. Arlene was the voice of Harley Quinn, and she's basically who everybody since then has modeled their uh, voice to. Um, You know, she played such a great role in that part that, yeah, they, they basically made Harleen or Harleen, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, you know, not just a, a, a cameo or a small part in a cartoon, but a bigger part, uh, made a bigger part uh, of the whole show, uh, made her canon in the comic books. And, you know, and she's now in live action, everything like live action uh, shows and in the movies. Um, so, yeah, uh, Arlene Sorkin passed away uh, as well this past year, uh, this past week. I apologize. Uh, apologize. Um, and yeah. Rest in peace to her and uh, to her and her family. Yeah, you know that you have a an iconic voice when you have a an Australian woman trying to recreate yeah. it in 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 the movie. You know, what I mean, it's you know, there's um, there's something to say about the the art design. There's something designed about the writing, but it really was her persona, the her uh, delivery of those lines that made that character um, pop out, and you know, yeah. a lot of. A lot of the more more memorable sh- uh, episodes from um, from the animated series really was uh, ones with uh, Harley in there. So yeah. uh, really sad to hear that um, that she's gone. Yeah. Ever have you heard the story of how they created the Harley Quinn character? Are we talking about the voice itself, or no, the character? No, I did not know. It's literally the creators of the animated series were trying to figure out. We need uh, some kind of sidekick for the Joker because, you know, he can only do so much as being the main antagonist for this for the show. We need to give him a sidekick. And then one of the writers or one of the the other creators was like, I remember there was a girl dressed as a clown and she had a really distinct voice in a old 70s or 80s soap opera. And I'm trying to find the scene. And so they find the scene. It's literally Arlene Sorkin dressed as a clown and her doing the Harley Quinn voice. And they were like, that's the character we need to make. And I kind of want that voice. Let's see if she's interested in doing the voice. And then they were like, Arlene, basically, we're going to make a character that's you from your role. Would you like to voice her? And she was like, of course. So as much as, you know, for the video games, it was Tara Strong. And then, uh, so for a while, people were like, oh, that's really the voice. And that's who's taking over the the character of Harley Quinn. But it was like, that's where you guys are getting it from. But don't forget that she's literally doing an imitation of what right. Arlene Sorkin did. So, yeah. and, and like you, um, Dennis says, literally everybody else that's trying to do a thing besides Kili Cuoco, because 
I think that Kaylee Cuoco understands that she's such a bad actress that she can't even imitate that. <laughs> she's just that, doing Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> yeah, she's, you know, that's her range is Kaylee Cuoco excited, Kaylee Cuoco not as excited. So that's her range as Harley Quinn. But when you had Arlene Sorkin actually doing it, you know, that's a character that everybody, that's the character everybody fell in love with. So, right. you know, a big loss for um, the pop culture world. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a bit of a rough week uh, in, in sense of pop. So uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, life is short. We make the most of it. Enjoy ourselves, enjoy lives, enjoy our families, that kind of thing. And send emails and call your friends. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, like, with everybody who passed away, we just, as, as much as, you know, it's sad that they're all gone, we just have to appreciate the, the, um, the work that they've left behind and the memories right. that they've created for a lot of us. So, uh, you know, thank you for everything that you guys have done for us and we'll hope to keep your memory strong. Absolutely. Thank you. That's a, a great way to end it. Um, H. So, yeah, uh, I mean, let's, let's try to turn things around for our listeners for today. And we kind of want before we get into the uh, meat of the uh, today's uh, review or today's episode, wanted to actually ask, uh, it came up in our chat. Um, a few episodes ago, we did talk about how The Flash, uh, starting Ezra Miller, has been out in the theaters over the summer, and our no, we're not doing fan, it, are we? Are, are, sure? are we actually freaking doing this? Do you want to talk? Yes, about we it? are. We got to do it. I, I think you need to just open your heart to it. Then, I mean, you know, put that tomato can back in the in the cart and um, share with us your thoughts. Oh, you didn't <laughs> even get there. You didn't even get there. You didn't get to that. Better introduction to that, Lewis, because. <laughs> Damn it. Let's let's get to the hospital, Dennis. <laughs> oh no, hold on, hold on. Okay, so this is basically what happens is I see that the Flash is now streaming on HBO Max. And I was like, mm. dude, we finally have the chance to see what Dennis's reaction would be if he actually watched the movie. And I was just like, Dan, Dan, please have your wife video or record you while you're watching this. I really need to see re- your reaction. And then Less than a day later, we got our response from Dennis, and this is what was featured to us. Den? Oh, I thought you were going to read off the, the damn thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is all you. Okay. It needs to come with your voice. Okay. Um, I thought it was a really great movie, to be honest with you. Like, um, it was really heartfelt. Um, and, um, you know, from the get-go, I really felt that Ezra Miller was the right choice. Um, and kudos to the... Uh, to, to everybody, uh, I'm glad that they were able to get Michael Keaton to have a job again. Um, and I'm really sad that um, James Gunn is not continuing this because I think I think he has uh, I think has a, a lightning in a bottle with Ezra Miller. To be honest with you. All right, and the real review, please. <laughs> is I enjoyed it. Talking? <laughs> it was great. It, like uh, I, I actually rewatched it um, uh, yesterday, and like I I can't believe. I can't believe I let my 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 insecurities and everything kind of like get in the way of 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 watching it. So it's, you know, I, I should have listened to you guys. Yeah, see, I told you it wasn't as bad as you would expect it to be. Yeah. So it was a piece of hot garbage, by the way. <laughs> so uh, for everybody here who might not know know this, I've, I've always I've i I'm a huge Flash fan. I, right now, I'm I'm cradling an image of the Flash, um, the real Flash, not. The damn thing that Ezra Miller like created, um, and I I honestly came into this thing and I I told the guys, um, I am I I, I walked into this I, I was going to 
um, uh, put as much effort as I can. Um, I was, I was, I tried taking away all my, uh, my, my baggage. Like really, I wanted to go in with open eyes, and so I sat there, um, and I literally lasted what? How long was that? Like a minute into the damn movie, um, like uh, all of a sudden, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, funny, haha. Um, Ezra Miller as as the Flash is 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 is, uh, is, is funny, haha. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you have a scene where he has to um become the Flash, and uh, I'm guessing because I never got past it that he was going <laughs> to go and try to save uh, save somebody. Um, and why the hell the fastest man in the world, uh, uh, like somebody who is supposed to be, uh, be uh, you know, in, in like other, uh, in other mediums and other um, uh, ways of watching The Flash, he can appear from one place uh, to another. That's how quick he's supposed to be. And he literally stood there for five seconds in a freaking yoga pose Right before he ran, um, and, and then, haha, yeah, little girls uh, who uh, who thought you you were cute and everything, uh, we're gonna stop again. Oh, oh, you're funny that you're you're hungry. Um, the freaking fastest man alive could not ca- catch a damn burrito and it hit his head. That was at the point where I said, "Screw you guys! You have made a lot <laughs> I'm going home. of this movie. I am going to stop now." Um, I yes, I, I get it. Um. You, you know, yes, um, it's it's just the beginning. Uh, yes, I'm supposed to watch it for, you know, even Kevin Smith said something along the lines of everything is hot garbage. Well, he didn't say that. He actually likes the damn movie, uh, kind of like you guys. But, you know, it's like uh, it, 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 choose to ignore everything until you get to see Michael Keaton. I will never, ever get to see Michael Keaton <laughs> flash because I cannot get past the damn part where where, where Ezra Miller for some reason, is in a freaking dollism yoga pose right before he ran. Now, mind you, I don't run, okay? Um, I'm the slowest man on earth. Um, and I can tell you that um, that I know for a fact that if I were going to try to run, if there was a volcano that had just erupted and uh, lava was coming at me, um, and while there was a lava on me, there was a, um, you know, a metal barge filled with spikes that was going on with that lava and those spikes are going straight at me the first thing i would do start running and not go on a friggin' yoga pose that was my review of the movie anybody who thinks otherwise that this movie was any good even remotely i think you're all idiots so then you, you didn't even get to watch him run no no but that was the best part of the movie. Where the, he's the, the, the slowest, the, fastest runner in the world. The movie was about the fastest man on earth. And it took, it, it the, there was like a couple of minutes where he, like it was two minutes where he was there for a comedic bit. He did not move an inch. He did not run. Yeah. All yeah of that you is correct. Idiots. That's that's literally the gist of the whole movie. All of you are idiots. That's what I'm saying. Amen. <laughs> Whoever greenlit this movie, that's it. Well, I mean, if it's any consolation, it looks like that's it for you know that experiment of the DC universe. So you know, cherish it, cherish the moment that you had with it then, because I guess that's it. I'm not sure. If, uh, like you mentioned already, like James Gunn has taken over, uh, you know, the DC movie universe. I'm not sure what they're gonna nickname it from moving forward, but 
And there's no news yet if they've recast this, uh, the Flash, but it sounds like they've already moved forward with getting a new Superman. So yeah, dude. Uh, and, this, but there this is hope. There is hope out there, uh, uh, Flash fans. Um, the, uh, remember that there's still a Flash out there that is floating around, and thanks to the, I, I guess the only good thing that came about out of this movie is that the multiverse has uh, has has been officially introduced into the DCU. This means that Rob Pattinson's Batman, um, Batman, um, is still technically going to be around. Um, Joker is still going to be there. So there are two. There's another universe where the DCEU or DCU or whatever still uh, you want to call it still does exist. So if we are in need of a Flash, there's still a man out there that uh, is ready to put on the tights. Um, Grant Gustin has been mm. getting traction with the fans, and everybody's been talking about how he should be the uh, the Flash for the 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 Batman um, the universe. So uh, if that happens, um, you know me, I love the Batman. Um, unlike certain people here who thought Flash was amazing and can't even, I, I said it was terrible. Can't even stand watching Batman. That's all I'm saying. It's still better than Batman. Um, so it, I, I like your idea, or people who out there who have their fan fictions. It just doesn't seem feasible because those two movies are based more in reality. So if it was, if he was the Flash that shows up in the Batman or in the Joaquinaverse. Um, it's I just gonna that. be some. It's just gonna be some dude that's really fast at the one hundred meters. Like, look, uh, all I know <laughs> is what, what's more feasible is uh, the fastest man on earth can actually could have saved the whole thing. Could have. I, I don't care what was gonna happen next. The real Flash could have fixed everything within the time frame that he stood there, got hit in uh, in the face, and uh, uh, me uh, turning off the whole thing. Could have uh, the Flash could have fixed everything already. Possibly. Excellent review. I love it. The pa- the, this the is see, this is the review I was waiting for. If we actually got him to watch the whole movie, oh, the passion is just it's there dude. with way more vitriol. So yeah. I was hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was. A I, I cannot imagine that 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 movie can get any worse than that first part. Oh. Oh, it gets worse. Oh. oh, and yet you give it a better review than Batman. Yeah, it's still better than Batman. <laughs> this, this, this is where this is where you're just being an ass at this point. <laughs> you know who else is being an ass? The person that hasn't called me yet. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I think you should, whoever that guy this, is. <laughs> this, the Zoom call doesn't count. <laughs> Oh man, I'll, I'll call you on Thursday. Yeah, guess, get huh? on with it. <laughs> Are you here, man? Anyway, all right. On that positive note, let's uh, let's keep the review boat going. Um, one of the um, we'll go from one uh universe to another. Uh, the latest in streaming. Oh, you forgot to ask me what I, what I, what my review was. Oh, yeah, oh what yes, your, please. What's your what, rating what's, on yeah, this? my bad. Yes, it stinks. <laughs> Anything less, that would have been the two awkward. minutes that he watched. It stinks. It's, <laughs> it's so funny too. I mean, I, I I don't know if it's apples, oranges, or whatnot, but it's it's crazy to me that like uh, my brother actually tried he tried watching the new Shazam movie and he had the same reaction. And he doesn't have as passionate of an opinion like you do. Like he doesn't like hate Zach Levi, but at the same time, he's like, I had to turn it off. I could. There's nothing to it. There's there's nothing about this that I wanted to see. I'm like, wow. DC is like 
over two, I guess, for with some of my people with with our people. So I don't know. Hopefully, I, I, unfortunately, I haven't actually had a chance to see Blue Beetle. Um, I heard good things, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if uh, if uh, if a C list character who's you know moving up on the uh, pop culture totem pole is uh you know going to change uh, everything. But yeah. Uh, who knows anyway uh, let's try to get a little bit more positive i guess vibe before we end today's uh episode let's talk about one of the biggest uh hey, look you know, anything yes. anything uh aside from that uh piece of feces uh <laughs> infested maggot pie it would be better than the, the, the you know but. I know I, I, I'm not a masochist, but I, I wonder if we should do like a binge of just both the Flash and this new Shazam because I, I, yeah, the new Shazam I did not hear anything good about it either. So I don't know, man. <clears throat> what are you guys doing for Labor Day? <laughs> Maybe we should earn your labor. <laughs> you know labor. That sounds like a hell of a the labor. most laborious <laughs> thing ever. Oh god, dude. Oh my god. Then. <laughs> I'm not even talking about it. I'm not even talking to you guys. <laughs> not even a humor. Don't look at me. I I I think the flat I think Batman is a, is is terrible, but I'll watch everything else. Yes, that's Shazam was Shazam was better than Batman. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, and you know what? And you actually sat through the Phoenix movie, so I don't know, man. <laughs> it was on par with Batman. <laughs> Jeez, yes, now I'm just actively trolling. I'm sorry. <laughs> good times, good times. I know, and again, like uh, speaking of uh, Disney Plus, yeah, it's uh, Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix, whatever movie is on, has been on Disney Plus. Like, I'm not touching it. Like, maybe if I'm really bored and there's nothing else to do. Like, but, uh, I really but... want to watch New Mutants because it keeps popping up on my thing. Same. Like, it's like, same. hey, watch New Mutants. I was like, you know what? I think I'll pass. <laughs> maybe. Nah. <laughs> Then again, I'm like, I did watch Shazam and I did watch The Flash in theater, so maybe I'm not too good for the new mutants. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're not it. But um, Anya Taylor-Joy is in that movie? So, I mean, she's a big thing? I don't know. I don't know if one actress is enough to make me want to see this movie. Um, okay, well, anyway, let's, let's, let's try to end on a good note on this one, fellas. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know. I just like the fact that we've been detracting you for this for like. Yes, I know. So let's. Just... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Damn it, man! I know we don't want to talk Star Wars. Jeez. Um, but yeah, so let's talk the newest uh, Star Wars drop on Disney Plus. Uh, we are talking about the newest uh, series from the mind of Dave Filoni. It, it is um, Ahsoka. It is a, a live action series that just debuted last week. If I mean, a few weeks ago. Excuse me, uh, on Disney Plus. So, what are our thoughts on this newest uh, iteration or newest addition to the uh, Star Wars universe? Um, I'll, I'll start. I, I have to tell you, um, going in, um, while I kind of enjoyed her presence in, like, uh, in the Mandalorian, um, I thought it was it was cute and everything. I I was uh, I was dreading um, having Ahsoka. Uh, being a uh, a show, like a like an actual show, um, mainly because um, I wasn't sure how you were going to be able to translate um, the, the 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 source material, not Star Wars itself, but the Rebels, um, you know, characters, the storyline, and everything. And how are you able? How are you going to be able to um, kind of bring it into um, live, quote unquote live action, um, you know, TV, um, and you know, especially like. You know the the characters were so lovable. Um, 
um, so memorable. You have Sabine and you know um, Hela and and Sindula and everything. It was it, it, there were so many great characters. Um, I was like, how are you going to bring it about? Bring it about. Um, at this point, if we're just doing reviews, I'm on the fence. Um, I can see where it's coming from. Um, if, uh, if I, you know, I'll definitely like, I, I'm, I like there's, there's, there's feels, the feels are happening, you know, seeing, um, I, I didn't know, did not know Ezra Bridger was like, um, was like Hindu to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, no, I'm not, not criticizing that. I was like seeing Ezra Bridger like on, in, on a hologram and not, Ezra Bridger, as in like the 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 cartoon, like, like brought the feels to me. Seeing Chopper, seeing uh, you know um, Hella, seeing um, uh, you know uh, Sabine, all all of those things, I really you know in, in the in terms of like um, being able to kind of connect and being the feels there, um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm still not sure where Phil Yoni is going with it, and I'm holding my judgment just a little bit before um uh you know be, be, and because i have hopes um, i'm hoping that uh that it's going to be good but you know unfortunately star wars movies uh, or tv shows have you know have have uh, have kind of struck me before and i've been excited about it and they've never been able to complete anything so at least i'm on, uh, right now i'm on a uh a waiting uh, you know waiting situation of, of my feelings right now nice H, what about you, dude? Um, I like the action sequences so far, and the storyline is very. Um, it is interesting. You really want to see where things are gonna go from where, because I had no idea. I I I just thought they were making a live action series, right? Uh -huh. No, with no clue, not no clue, but not really thinking so hard that it was gonna be. A live action continuation of Rebels, mm -hmm. like I, I didn't, I, I just, I didn't think that was a possibility. Mainly because the timeline is so wonky for me. Like you know, where, what is happening, what else is happening at this exact same time in the regular Star Wars universe or the main Star Wars timeline? So I was just like, oh, they're gonna do like a. Uh, you know, something's happening over here, but never going to acknowledge the fact that, you know, they have pre-existing relationships with other characters in the universe. And then I was just like, okay, so you literally can't go into this show. You can, it doesn't make sense to go into the show without ever having watching Rebels because you will be automatically lost. There is no... There's like no give to it. Like you have to assume it's like they assume that everybody who's watching this show has seen the series or at least part of the series. Cause otherwise if you go into it and just like, I have no idea why everybody's acting the way they are doing this. Why is that, that uh hologram supposed to be so memorable? I don't get it. Who are these guys? And it's like you, you, if you had no pre-existing knowledge of any of the, at least rebels or even clone war series, you would have no clue what the hell's going on in this show. And so, uh, but the thing that I will give props for is as of now, two of the main characters on this series is a Filipino and a half Chinese girl. So, I mean, we got that going for us. 
Sabine is half Chinese, right? Yes, the actress. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I literally was just like looking at her face, and I was like, "And not to be too racist here, but this shit, this got to be something." Yeah, and then I looked it up right away. I was like, oh, "Okay, okay." Okay, so. yeah, I I was in the same boat. I was like, "There, there has to be, there has to be something there," you know. Um, exactly. Which, which was cool, and I I'm kind of with you, H. Um, you know, it's it's surprising how hardcore it is. And not only that, but you know, like, and spoiler alert, if if you haven't watched it yet, you know, um, the fact that they're just dropping, um, you know, major information to us. It's it's not just like here's here's the information about uh, Clone Wars. Here's the information about uh, Rebels. Oh yeah, by the way, um, while they've been gone, things have happened between them as well. You know, deal with this uh, this other uh, component. Deal with their their emotional baggage. And I was like, whoa, you know, they're Either, either they're they're just starting. They, either they don't care, or they're just, you know, they they think that you're just gonna catch up. Um, but uh, you know, the one thing that I kind of disagree with you so far, um, I am not a fan of the action so far. Like it's reminding me, like uh, the the battle scene between um Sabine and the other apprentice. Uh, r- reminded me of like Luke Skywalker versus, um, you know, like uh, uh, like Darth Vader, you know. Well, not not that scene so much. I mean, like the actual Ahsoka scenes. She actually is pulling off action pretty well. Like yeah. her two her two fight scenes so far. Mm-hmm. Um, number mm-hmm. one, it doesn't look like Rosario Dawson is very comfortable with it. But for what they're making her do, it looks pretty. It's pretty decent. So I'm not the only one, right? Like. She it, looks it, really stiff while she's fighting. That's what I'm saying. It, it, she seems stiff every. Uh, I'm not gonna say everywhere. That sounds bad. But no, like, I I seem stiff. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but but she like it like I I was I was kind of I was talking to somebody. I was like, man, you know, um, I know she's gone through a lot of things and uh, she's battle hardened and everything. But you know, gone is the Ahsoka that we kind of knew before, and it's just like it, it it's like somebody told. Uh, somebody told Rosario, uh, like Rosario Dawson went to somebody and said, "Okay, look, I don't know who this uh, Ahsoka character is. Tell me how to play her. Um, just play her aloof and mysterious, and you'll do okay." And that's what she's been doing the whole time. This you is the, okay for me. I just want to point out the one thing that is kind of killing me here is Ahsoka dual sabers, right? Um, it's what she does, right? Um, there seems to be a martial art that deals with two wielding two i want to say batons or sticks maybe sabers that you know some people are familiar with it at least the people here in this podcast are and you would figure that maybe the daughter of the guy who's one of the <laughs> best practitioners in the of world this, of this art can i don't know teach them a few things because as of now it's like you have this giant resource right there and it doesn't seem like her input has been put in yet as of yet as of yet maybe she's working her way into it maybe uh, she's like she's like me where she's like you know uh, uh dennis has been hit me in the i've been hitting dennis in the shoulder too hard so he's gonna start smacking me in the face i, I don't know so like the, maybe play into that i don't know that's just me like if my dad was Dan Inosanto, I don't know. That uh, it's, it's just a suggestion. 
Yeah, I agree. Like there are, uh, like I said, there's there's things that I really like. There are things that uh, I'm hoping they're going to address and fix. Um, but I, I I like some of the things that they added. I like the fact that Sabine Wren is a Padawan that seems like he um, she has no like force sensitivity at all. You know. Um, but uh, an interesting thing that I really uh, thought and I really loved H is, um, you know, like, you know, one of the the biggest complaints, um, uh, like us old Star Wars fans were talking about is like, you know, all of a sudden we were told by Yoda that, there were, that, that Luke was the last of the Jedi. And then all of a sudden we found out, nope, there's a bunch of Jedis yep. like <laughs> ch chilling out there. Um, and, uh, you know, the, yeah, there's no Jedi order, but. They're 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 there, um, you know. Whether it's, uh, um, oh, by the way, I haven't and I, I've been playing Survivor. I, I haven't finished yet, so don't tell me what happens. You know, I, I'm assuming that um, that the guy from uh, Jedi Survivor is still around and, and everything. So you know, one of the biggest complaints is what the hell? How come? Where are these guys? Where are these guys? And so I was thinking to myself, two things from the video game. And now in the show that they've kind of introduced is the idea that uh, the, the galaxy far, far away was not necessarily the only the galaxy that might be far, far away. There were some that maybe was further away. So or a little bit closer. Yeah, or a little bit. So it's going to be interesting. It's like, you know, maybe that's why the, the, that's why. Um, these, and again, I haven't I haven't finished the game yet. I'm still like a third into it. You know, one of the things that they started talking about is the the possibility of a place where you know there used to be Jedi and everything. So um, it's it's interesting how they're playing um, along those lines. Um, it's going to be interesting how how it's going to progress and whether it's going to be fruitful. Before Lou talks, I, I just want to do this one thing. I think they're going to bust the technicality thing out, where because Ahsoka didn't really finish her training as like a full into like full Jedi status, technically she's not going to be a Jedi. And they're going to be like, uh, the reason Luke is the last Jedi is because they're Jedi adjacent. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> As Bridger technically, did, even though he, she, he had a master, never went through the actual, like, you know, graduation ceremony. <laughs> graduation ceremony. Graduate. <laughs> so... Yeah, so that's gonna. You're right. That's gonna be the technicality. It's like, oh, there's a. You did. We didn't. Uh, Yoda didn't say that he was the last force sensitive person. You know, he said Jedi. Ex exactly. See, and also Ezra didn't get to really dismember anybody in his last battle. So you know, maybe that's his graduation ceremony. Mm, gotcha. Mm. Nice. Um, yeah, like uh, I'm with you guys on this one. Um, I get it that like it's very heavy on like the Clone Wars, Rebels, and even yeah, like even the Last Jedi, the the, the video game, uh, heavy on the lore on those games. So it's it it'll be difficult for a lot of people to kind of jump in and figure out what is happening per se. But if you're on like you know on the on the flip side of things, like for us, like uh, it's great. Because we have watched those shows and we do, you know, we, we kind of know what's what's going on. So like uh, everything's a little bit of a payoff. So it does not. It seems a little selfish in a sense, like for uh, for fans like us that like we're getting payoffs for uh, shows that we've been waiting on for years. Uh, finally getting the you know the, the finish or 
uh they get to fin- finally finish the story feloni gets to finish the story uh the way he wants to in a live action audience but yeah i, I get it that like in-, in a day where you know disney plus is kind of struggling to find its footing with its new audience or at least a disney plus audience as consistent um it's kind of a touch it's a tough bite so hopefully it is one of those things where you know maybe people try it out because they've, they've heard of rosario dawson or they like uh you know mary elizabeth winstead um and they, they want to see what she she does in this role and you know maybe it'll force them to like okay well i heard that i have to watch this now so yeah maybe it'll lead to there I, i'm not sure but yeah i mean so far so good um i enjoying it so far i'm enjoying it so far uh the, we've seen uh, as of today's recording the third episode is supposed to be it's supposed to have dropped uh, the first two episodes are already on disney plus there's eight total so yeah uh, i guess a little bit more uh, road to go i mean like uh obi-wan you know the first few episodes was dramatic a little slow the last few episodes definitely picked up the rest of it so i wonder if it's going to be like that or if it'll be just a little bit like Boba Fett, where you know the premise was kind of exciting to start off with, but then it fell flat towards the end. Uh, we don't know. I, I don't know really where the thing's gonna go, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see where it goes, but at the same time, a little pensive. So we'll see. You know, uh, Boba Fett has given me a kind of traumatized me towards uh, anybody getting injured in the Star Wars universe. Wait, how? What do you mean? Because I naturally assumed as soon as Sabine got uh, stabbed, spoiler well, alert, yeah, yeah. Uh, thoroughly thrusted through, that she would be in a back to tank. <laughs> and then instead, she's just in a regular, she's just in a regular um, hospital bed. Yeah, I was like, oh, boo. <laughs> that's not how you, re- that's not how you recover in the Star Wars universe. Well, what if it was just a clean, clean strike through, you know? I guess. Yeah. You're taking away my dreams, man. <laughs> uh, by the way, you just wanted her in the back of the tank. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I I kind of wanted uh you know, Hera in the back of the tank. If you know what I'm saying. Jeez. I'll f- I'll fight all of her boyfriends, ex boyfriends, ex or ex relationships. Exactly. Exes. 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 Sorry. You said boyfriends. I just said ex. Okay. Anyways. Gotcha. Hey, the the last thing I want to say about this is that um. You know, you know me. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, um, and um, the only episode of Game of Thrones I saw was was the uh, was um, the guy from um, from Elf walking around, um, really pensively looking around. And if if Rosario Dawson has to do that once more for like five minutes, I'm gonna just turn it off, dude. Like, stop, hey, actually- stop walking around. Stop staring. Stop picking crap up. It's not helping uh, move this story along. I was going to say, dude, like, I think you can count on like one sheet of paper how much dialogue she's had in the first two episodes. Uh, a lot of the exposition is all on Hera and Sabine, which is, yeah. Like, it's, and the it's droid. Different. The droid has the droid, more yes. lines than, than friggin' Rosario Dawson. It's true. Yeah, which, uh, as, as, a, as an aside, I love that I didn't know until the credits ran that the droid is voiced by David Tennant, who is. Uh, one of the doctor one of the doctors from doctor who so i am all in on the show now so yes that's I, I found my new character my new favorite character by the way not that anybody asked of course nobody did nobody did I'm, i'll I'm, tell you about it if anything and like i was telling the guys is this series so far has made me more interested in replaying the last two video games because yes. you know you have her dual wielding and i was like oh that was my main 
source of attacking in uh, Jedi Survivor and also obviously in um uh the other one and I'm blanking on its name right now. But um you know Marin in the video games is one of the Night Sisters. So yes. I was like I was like, hey, you know, maybe we get like a Marin cameo and then out of nowhere Cal Kessis is trying to get in on that because you know hot but i don't know it, it makes you want like dennis said it's strange that they're literally like saying this is what we've been told to believe for the longest time but if you're also saying that the video games or like at least the you know the jedi games and um everything else is canon then there is just more, unless out of nowhere, there's like an order 67 or something. I don't know. <laughs> and Harold's waiting for uh, two more. Uh, yes. Two more. Uh, <laughs> two more. Two more. Two more. Executive come on, three, <laughs> two more uh, Jedi genocides until I get one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, okay. All right. I, I think that's it for us today. Um, Lewis, um, anything else you want to add before we continue? No, Any that's it, dude. I oh, think that, I think we covered a lot today. Uh, we, we remembered some folks. Uh, we heard you get really mad over a movie, and we talked about something new and upcoming. And so, that's yeah. what makes our episodes so great. Exactly. Yeah. Also, um, they, the game is Fallen Order. I don't know why I blanked on that, but it's Fallen Order. Fallen oh, Order, Jedi Survivor. Yes. Be, yes. Before before we leave, I have to tell you, um, I forgot how much how frustrating those games are, because, um, the, it's so linear yet not linear that like i'm like th there was a there was a point where um i was stuck and like i couldn't figure out where i, I was gonna go because i like i turned off like all the hints and everything so it's like where am i supposed to go what am i supposed to do so <laughs> um and it's uh, again i forgot why i hated fallen i love and fall uh, um hated fallen orders so much is that um uh, i kind of like uh when um like i even though it's a video game, when I think the character has a chance to die uh, from falling, um, like I have like this uh, thing in the pit of my stomach, and this damn sh um, uh, game has kind of like somehow been able to like double the um, the the frustration. So I'm telling you, that is literally the biggest complaint I've ever had about these games, is that when you have no idea where your character is supposed to jump next, and you know at least for me and, and i'm saying for you too you get that anxiety you're like oh my god i'm gonna fall and then the worst for this game at least is if you're walking a very small fine pole um you figure oh i'm walking on a pole there's no way i can completely fall and you just fall off and you're like dude how how, how was i supposed to calculate that i couldn't jump to a pole the exact same size yeah, makes no sense. I know. I'll I'll give you more. Um, I'll give you more update as I continue. Okay. Uh, that's it for us today, guys. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, really do enjoy having you here. I really do appreciate you being around. Um, if you like our episodes, take a look at the two fanboys one casual for all of our old episodes. And on Facebook, you can find us. Uh, just. Type it in the search bar to fa two fanboys and a filthy casual at our main page and our pretty active group page with like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, fanboys, fangirls, all sharing the all the good stuff happening in pop culture today. Awesome. And then on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we are two fanboys, one casual. And then anywhere you find your regular podcast or favorite podcast, we are there as well. And then sometimes catch me streaming 
really silly games. Uh, starting next week, I'll be playing Starfield nice. on Twitch.tv slash yeah, Casual Fanboy Gaming. Yeah. Yep. Are, okay. are, are you still streaming Remnant or are you all done with that? I know you finished it. Um, now that Russ is playing Armored Core 6, I am by myself. So it's oh. very, and the only level I have to beat is the very hardest level, and it's very hard to solo that. So I'm going to wait till he's back. Nice. All right. Yeah. So looking forward to Starfield. Um, that's it for us today, guys. Thanks for paying attention. Um, this is two fanboys that will be casual. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. The Flash is such a good movie. And a tomato sauce.